Welcome back to Ritter Me This. Uh, we are going to do a throwback episode. Uh, we are rolling the clocks back all the way to October 25th, 2018. Uh, in this interview, I talked to Andres Besserell and Josue Flores. Uh, Andres Besserell is one of Denver's local comedians, and Josue um, does a lot of festival work for the Denver community uh, for comedy, and his company is Goldfish Entertainment. Uh, without further ado, please welcome Andres Besserell and Josue Flores. And I did one of his first. When I did one of his shows. It was one of the first shows I did with him. We've done a lot of shows together since then. But <laughs> he asked me, he, he double-checked. He's like, how do you say your last name? He's like, is it Bessarelli? And I was like, fuck it, yeah, it is. <laughs> so for like a solid year, anytime he brought me up, he brought me up as Andreas Bessarelli. <laughs> okay, because I thought there was an I on the end. No. Bessarell. Bessarell, yep. Bessarell. How do you say your first, is it Andreas or Andres? Either one. That one doesn't what do you, matter what do you? How do you say your name? Uh, I don't. You don't ever. <laughs> Why would you say your own name? If they like called your name in class and you had to say your name in that class. Oh, say your name. Uh, I don't know. If someone's like, "Hey, introduce yourself." Like, "Hey, I'm Andreas." Hey, yes. Andreas. I think so. Yeah, I think right. that's what I've heard most of my life. Cool. Because nobody ever rolls their R's when they talk to me. <laughs> yeah, nobody really ever says that. nobody ever says Andres or anything like that, which is fine. They call me that at Andres. home or like with like. The maintenance crew at work, they call me Andres, they call me by my, you know, they pronounce my name proper. Christian name. Yeah, Christian name. <laughs> so. You've already, uh, you've already, um, disobeyed one of the rules, talked about work. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay, we're uh, actually rolling right now. Migrant workers, not ones I work with, <laughs> by my Christian name, which is Andres. Andres. Uh, welcome back to Ritter Me This. My name is Ethan Ritter. I am joined by two local Denver comedians, Josue Flores. Welcome back. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Andreas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even fucking get through it. <laughs> Bersel? Besserell. Besserell. Jesus Christ. It's Italian. Come out Bessarelle. to more mics. No, Bercelli would be Italian. <laughs> Besserell. Besserell, yeah. The best sell. The Bessarelle. best sell. Best around. All right. Uh, Ritter me this. What am I? Without me, you would be an itchy motherfucker the rest of the day. My smells remind you of the past and still remind you of constant importance in adulthood. If you ate me... More of me would be required. What am I? Toilet paper. Um, paper towels? I don't know. The answer was wet wipes. Oh. Because ah, okay. it close smells. Close. Yeah, you were yeah, very close. I was. Yeah, but the, what what gave it away? The what last gave it one? away? Uh, <laughs> the itchy butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say butthole, I but I, I realized uh, that something that if I didn't have toilet paper, I would feel itchy the rest of the day. What, what would, all right, if in your opinion, what's the worst itchiness aside from your butthole? I mean, that that's like tenfold the worst, right? Uh, besides that, 
I would say the the itch. I'm a big dude, so I can't touch all of my back. <laughs> the middle. Yeah. So like, there's oh, sometimes like days that. where they're like, I'm like, there's like just that one spot where I'm like rubbing against like corners of walls like below. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Trying to nail it, and those are the days where like, fuck this. <laughs> Specific, below. Yeah. Man, I yeah. know. I, I remember that scene. Yeah, he scratches himself against the tree, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I can relate to that. Is it in the bare necessities? Uh, yes, it, is. it has to be. Oh. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. I didn't know what you guys were talking about at first, but now I'm on board. All right, well, me and Ethan <laughs> are Disney movie kids. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> cheers to that. I mean, I'm going to drink a little bit. Uh, cheers. Are you are you going sober for here on out or just October? Uh, I haven't drank for almost 90 days. So, yeah, I'll hit 90, oh, day I thought 90 you were more on like, Monday. You're going to what? I'll hit day 90 on Monday, this upcoming Monday. Yep. Okay. So... You want a beer? That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. I might hit you with some uh, questions. Would you rather stuff like that? Okay. Answer honestly. Of course. Okay. Would you rather, uh, just being on Halloween, would you rather eat an entire raw pumpkin, the rind, the stem, the whole thing? It's got to be a decent size, like a jack-o'-lantern, and you got 12 hours to eat it. Or... Would you rather eat a car tire in the time span of a year? Can I put anything on the pumpkin? This is more like you can't like wipe peanut butter on it. Oh, so no. No. Salt, pepper? I'll give you that. Okay, yeah, I can do the pumpkin. You can do pumpkin in 12 yeah. hours? Yeah. So you wake up, let's say, what time do you wake up? Oh, Four. Don't talk about work. I wake up at 4 for not work. PM. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if only. What time do you go to bed? Uh, four, midnight. 4, midnight. Yeah. Usually I go... Uh, well, now I uh, have been going to bed earlier. I've, uh, I'm not quitting. I didn't quit comedy. But I, I realized um, I do enough shows now <laughs> that yeah. I don't have to be out every night of the week. <laughs> Talk to me about that because... Uh, when did you get like your first solid show? Was it Denver Comedy Works? Uh, no, my first solid show was for a group called LMAO, which is back, and uh, it was Here? at the Voodoo Comedy Playhouse. Yes. Okay. I'm not exactly sure who's in it, because uh, that's how green I was. And now that I see their names coming back, I kind of want to find out how to get back there. But I got to open for Troy Walker, and Christy Bukley was the feature. Nice. And I was the opener. That was the show. And that was after doing 90 open mic sets. Wow. You recorded, or I mean, how do you know that there were 90? I, uh, kept track of them? Yeah, I kept track of the first 100. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you know what you did on the first 100, or just kind of like I went up and did shit? Uh, the, the, you mean the jokes I told? Yeah, I guess, or more of like the sets you composed. Yeah, I could probably find it, because I kept all, I keep all my notebooks. Okay. And I don't have a million notebooks, I have... One, four, yeah, I've, I've gone through. Okay. I'm on my fourth notebook. How's your handwriting? Um, I can read it. <laughs> okay, see, that's another thing. Yeah, you ever drink when you're writing jokes? I used to. I used to drink a lot, and I would write a lot. And now I just drink, and I just After. have fun. Okay, that's how I write my jokes now. I just go up there, and if I have like a something I chewed over all day, I might write the punchline or the part that triggers it all in my brain mm-hmm. I'll put that on the notebook and that's kind of like my memory 
and that's usually enough just to stay in my brain otherwise I'll open the book itself physically read the line again and it'll come back to what I was trying to get at and okay. I'll play it by ear what do you think of that? I think, I, I think that just shows like that you must have been doing it for a while because I couldn't I wouldn't be able to just to write like a tagline or a fragment of a joke or unless it's something that I've already said but if it's brand new I can't it's just really hard for me to, like it's already hard enough to get up there and remember stuff just because I'm so nervous like as it is but I, okay. I feel like me, sorry no worries let me good. hit you with this I just told someone we were talking about um you ever see Man in the High Castle it's a it's TV it's a TV yeah, show it's a good show yeah you seen it? Yeah, I like it. All right, so it's about if like Germans and Japan won World War Two, what life would be like. And like at the end of our conversation with my coworker, I was like, "Hey, <laughs> I didn't say where. <laughs> <laughs> no mention of work at all. This guy, don't know where he's from. I was like, I was like, uh." He was talking about, like, he was like, you could wear one of those, like, hats. And I was like, or a German army helmet. And I was like, do you think that they were, like, like fans of just wearing hats that look like penises because of the German army helmet? And he laughed. And then, like, from that, I was kind of like, you know, there might be something in there if you wanted to tweak it. How do you start, like, writing, like, um, like, what are you chewing on that you're, like, it's almost, like, fully developed? Is it a conversation piece? And that, or is it like birthed out of brain and you're like, I want to see this go down? I keep the thing, the things I stay on stage seldomly have ever been said to anyone else. Really? Yeah. I keep wow. those two things very separate. So whatever I post on Facebook, whenever I'm making, whenever I post a joke on Facebook or I'm just saying something stupid, there's no intent of, to ever say it on stage. To ever, and that's the whole point. So I was I put wondering that about that there and everything that. I, my material that I write and that I like stick to isn't from conversations. It's uh, me just minding my own business and thinking, oh, I want that, that to work. work. Yeah. Oh man, that's fucking trippy. Because usually mine is based off like conversations with, which like in turn you don't really feel like a conversation, but it kind of is when you're telling jokes. Yeah, it's very much a conversation. Yeah. The only problem, only difference is what the audience is speaking with is their face no words it's mm -hmm. all there yeah and they might laugh and stuff but you can read a room literally by looking at someone's face <laughs> like that like you, you choose like, one person or you kind of like get a um, couple like a majority that you can see i usually go with one person whoever some for whatever reason i think like the weakest looking one. No, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's more for crowd work. Okay. <laughs> that's usually the idiot that speaks when they're not supposed to. That's usually the first person I jump at. Okay, you know, so you learn their name if you can, or uh, something recognizable about them, stuff like that. Once you see someone who thinks they're vocal and mm -hmm. can play, you you just set them up for failure real quick, and you get a good handle on who's on their on some sort of descriptive thing. And um, if you just like say an attribute, like a visible yeah. one. Yeah, for the audience. Everyone knows who the fuck you're talking about. Oh, dude. So fucking... you can bring it back. You know what I mean? I do. So, yeah, so you drop it on them, you know, and shush them, and if they come back, or if you're bored, or if it's lolling, you can shit on them again, and everyone's... Already bored. cued in yeah. on that's the person. But so, the... like, red-shirted asshole, you yeah. like, kind of go that route, and then everyone's like, oh. 
I've seen you do crowd work. The first time I saw you was at Los Tacos when Sayedian was doing that. Yeah, it's a good show. It was. Yeah. It was really fun. There was, I mean, to me, like, that's what, um, what's tonight? What's that? Chirito? Chiritos, yeah. It's the closest thing, too. Yeah. I would say. There's always, like, a fun one here and there. Uh, but I saw you, like, picking on this couple, and it wasn't, like, they're, like, a little bit farther from you. They were literally, like, from me this way. Yeah. I remember talking to you afterwards about, like, that was good. And you're like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I make it a point to lie when an audience member tells me that was good. I always, like, when someone from the crowd, like, after the show, like, I had so much fun. Oh, you were really funny. I always, like, even if I, I didn't think I was, I'll say, oh, thank you so much. You know, I'll try to be as sincere as possible, like, appreciating someone, appreciating what I'm doing. <laughs> but when you're a comic, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I think is a good respect. Like, if I'm telling you to fuck off, it's because I think you're a comic. You know no, what no, I mean? So, I do. I, that's funny, though. Uh, you ready for a, a couple more? Yeah. All right. This is going to be what we name this one after, so pay attention. This is a contest between you, Josue, Josue, and Andreas. Okay. You ready? How many floors do you think a cat would survive falling? Oh, like uh, jumping or like us chucking it? How many floors do you think? Because I have like a study. I think a cat could jump four stories. Okay. How many? All right, I think I <laughs> would it be would it be eight, eight floors? Because the whole like nine. Well, I'm, now or... I'm con- now I'm confused about what's a floor and what's a story. I think they're the same. Are they? The third story balcony would be on the third floor. What if it's got double floor? I'm kidding. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a double floor. <laughs> so All right, <laughs> with the highest. What are you going with? Eight. Yeah, I didn't know how to do... It was like a math question. Never mind. <laughs> what are you going with? I'm going with four. Four to stories? Be, yeah. Come on. Not too high? No. Oh. All right. It's kind of weird. I want to talk about this. Specifically, according to a study done by the Journal of American Veterinary Medical Association, 132 cats falling from an average of 5.5 stories... And as high as 32 stories, the latter of which is more than enough for them to reach their terminal velocity, having a survival rate of 90%. So they can drop 30 stories and live most of the time. Most of the time. (laughs) But you know what's fucked up is because when you were like, are they, did they jump? Are we chucking them? No, that means these there guys are people. pushing cats off <laughs> ledges. <laughs> they had 132 cats pushed them off the ledge. And, like, think about being a part of that study. Like, you're going, like, eh, one floor. Yeah. Eh, knew that shit. And then you guys are, like, at, like, 28, and no one's calling PETA on this? Like, yeah. seriously. That's, yeah, that's really fucked up. No, no, we're just seeing... Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we didn't right, I... hurt them. I didn't hit the cat. The pavement hit the cat. What if they did like a little cheese maze and at the end it was just, Aww. you had, the, and there was something pushing you like yeah. the, t- the Temple of Doom. There's just a cheese maze. And you, or no, it wouldn't be a cheese maze because they're cats. Your mouse maze. Yeah. There's <laughs> a big pile of dead mice and the cat jumps on it and then just like there's a, a, 
it's a fucking mirage. Yeah, it's like a, like a Tom and Jerry episode. Yeah. Oh, you mean like a trap door? A trap door yeah. where all the dead mice are, and pff, it lets go and it drops them 30 stories. Yeah, sounds like I mean, did a study. it's what? So it sounds like he did a study. Kind of does. That. <laughs> well, the interesting part is that the orange ones don't usually live. I don't know why. A lot of people won't tell you that. Garfield? You're going to yeah. break one's hearts? <laughs> yeah, most orange cats do not live. That they're, they're the 10% that, <laughs> that tend to Are they? die. Yeah, they Isn't that the same with most. redheads, though? They're kind of like almost extinct now. Um, I think that's from fucking. From fucking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you just remind me something about Garfield. About Garfield dying. This is not a kid's show. One other one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's empty. <laughs> That's good. Here, I'll get you. Alright. One time I went to the um, hot tub with some friends, and it was like a community hot tub, and there was like some kids in there. And they're like, yo, Ethan, go say some weird shit so they don't want to be here anymore. I was like, I don't know what to say. And I told my friend, I was like, why don't you tell him, like, jokingly, I was like, why don't you tell him that Santa's not real? And we, like, laughed for a second. And before we were done laughing, my friend goes, Santa's not real! And every kid in the pool, like, turn and look. And, like, some of the, like, teenagers are like, yeah, yeah, he is. And we had to, I had to, like, sit there and just be a, a part of this embarrassing moment. What do you think about that? That you think Santa's not real? That is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows Santa's real. <laughs> Yes, I guess. Um, I don't know, man. Was it your guys' truth to tell, you know? No. Like, who are you guys to decide who, who needs to know that information? Who'd you find that out from? Um, I think I just pieced it together. Did you? We never had the conversation. <laughs> it was just kind of like, yeah, obviously, we live in an apartment. Where? Why would mom and dad let a stranger into this house? Tim Allen. There's no Santa Claus. There's you ever no. See uh, yeah. There's no fireplace <laughs> in this apartment. The only way he's getting in is by breaking and entering. Yeah. <laughs> Trespassing. Yeah. That's funny. My sister figured out that Santa wasn't real from someone that like one of our family friends is like three years younger than her. Not good. It was always uh, it was always a secret I had to keep because my parents like told us it was bullshit because they're both ministers. So they were like, uh, "It's not Santa, it's Jesus, or whatever." <laughs> and, they, and they would they would literally take us to Toys R Us and just have us pick our like presents when when I was like four years old, five. So that's getting the harsh truth. I yeah, mean, I, I thought you were gonna say you couldn't tell your siblings. No, I mean I couldn't tell people at school because then like the little teachers were in on it, and I was like. Wait, you know, my parents, and then, like, one of the teachers pulled me aside when they had a class, was like, look, just just shut up. Just, like, don't, just don't tell people, like, you know. But, Let them have this, Josue. Yeah, as, like, <laughs> as like a six-year-old, I did, like, <laughs> yeah, I silence. Take, I take my son for Christmas shopping. I let him pick. Is he, is he going to listen to this? No. No. Please. <laughs> I've told Please him, no. though. Was, so I, he doesn't, yeah, so he's in on the... He's pretty hip to everything. Yeah. He, like he, but he also thinks he's he's very much an only child because he thinks anytime we go to like Target, he's walking out with a toy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right for the most part. Luckily, I make him pick. Like he'll like change his mind throughout the entire day. Like he'll want like the big hundred dollar match, like you know Hot Wheels track set. I'm like I'm not doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll find like bathtub toys that are like four bucks. And I'll 
I'll give it. I'll put them both in his hands, and for whatever reason, he's really attracted to bathtub toys for four bucks. <laughs> nice. And it's yet to fail me if you're like, do you want that? Dude, fuck yeah. Hundred dollar <laughs> Hot Wheels track set, or rubber duckies. Are you making it look shitty? Like, look, it's gonna break. No. You know. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want? And he usually goes with the cheapest toy that he wanted that day. I Dude, think he's... Cheers to that. Yeah. What a fiscal young man. I think he's fleecing me. You know what I mean? Like, he <laughs> always wanted just the rubber ducky toy, and it's just so much easier for me to buy him that versus, like, you know, what if 100 he bucks approaches toys you every time I'm there. five years, and he's like, yo, I went with $4 rubber duck. It's time. Yo, if he said that... I'd probably do what he asked. I was yeah, like, all right, I, like I, you played the long game, man. I respect that. <laughs> Getting conned. All right, real quick. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> I already have my answers. Okay. This is going to be an easy one. Yeah, yeah. Um, hoodie, sweater, and vest. Fuck, Mary kill. I would fuck a vest. I would marry a hoodie. And what was the third one? Sweater. And I would kill a sweater. Going to kill sweater? Yeah. Fuck vest yeah okay i would uh i would fuck the hoodie fuck kill, the hoodie and, yeah and kill kill the vest and marry the sweater <laughs> that is silly i thought we would all match up at least but we didn't on anything well we did like statistically you have to but like i thought we'd all get it right what's the one match what's the three-way match i mean me and you killed vests mm-hmm me and him married hoodies. So then, fill in the blanks. Is this like a psychological test? No, I was like just fucking curious. sexual orientation or... Right, how about this it? one? <laughs> I just think vest would... Like, a vest... If a vest wants to fuck you, it's because they're, like, celebrating something. Like, they, like, they fucked you. You know what I mean? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I think. I thought this is... This is... Okay. I like what you said. Keep it going, cause I got more. Fuck Mary, kill Mountain Dew, Mellow Yellow, or Surge. I would kill Mellow Yellow. I would fuck the fuck out of Surge, yeah. and I would marry Mountain Dew. <laughs> I was about to say the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. See, that was a little easier. Yeah, it was the same page. Yeah. All right, let's see what else we got. Ian to James Bond. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck Mary Kill. 007, 007, or James Bond. Uh... <laughs> I'll skip that one. Save it for <laughs> Alright, here's a good fuck Mary Kill. Are you. Uh, Yoda, Gamdalf, or Dumbledore? Ooh. Three beings of like solid teaching. I would, uh, I would fuck Yoda for sure. And, uh, <laughs> and then I would, I would marry Gandalf, and uh, I would kill Dumbledore. Dumbledore, because uh, you're gonna kill Dumbledore. You that's what asshole. that's what happens, like anyways. So <laughs> you know what I mean, just why not? That's not a bad point. Yeah, Fuck he's already man. he's already damaged. What if goods. I labeled it Gandalf the Gray? Gandalf the Gray because he dies Gandalf too. the White. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both die. That's right? a good yeah. Actually, Yoda like, does too. Wait, they all die. They all die. Wait, Gandalf no, the White doesn't Dumbledore die. Dumbledore really dies. Dumbledore actually dies, and Yoda and lives then, on as a poltergeist. 
Yeah. But what about Gandalf the White, though? I thought he doesn't... Turns into Gandalf the Grey. No, Gandalf the Grey turns into Gandalf, Gandalf the White. The white. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then Gandalf the White, like, lives forever. Like, he doesn't die in the movies. Never dies. He never dies, yeah. Well, I don't know. Gandalf the Grey lived to... I don't know. I was going to make something up. I can't do it. I don't want to fuck any of those You dudes. don't want to fuck any It's a metaphorical fuck. Andres, they spent their on. whole lives like being teachers and like wanting to be better than everybody, like all those better guys. Better than everybody, come all on. Those guys Think fuck about Yoda. like dead fish, dude. None of those people want to be better than everybody because Dumbledore wanted Harry Potter to be the best. That's why he sacrificed himself. Okay, Yoda, Luke Skywalker, Gandalf, fucking Frodo. He's fucking Frodo. Yeah. Straight yeah, it up. sounds like you just described like a synopsis no. of a porn video. Samwise Gamgee. Samwise Gamgee is fucking Frodo. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Elijah Woods, come on. I'd rather fuck Elijah Wood. No, I want you uh, to yeah. answer this real He's got quick. Fine. Okay, I would. I would kill Gandalf because I hate Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Do you I know would, enough about it? I would marry. Yoda. Okay. Because I don't necessarily have to fuck him. <laughs> and I would fuck Dumbledore because I'm pretty sure <laughs> he would well, do me a solid and put some sort of a spell on me. So I feel like I'm porking something else. That's cool. All right. So just one little asterisk, which I will draw by Yoda. You might not be fucking him after you're married, but I'll be damned if you guys aren't banging up to that honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> Inside me, you must be. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, here's a good one for for the comedian mind. Fuck, Mary, kill. Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube? I would kill YouTube. Really? Yep. Are you going to learn anything? Uh, no, but no one's going to see any of my comedy. <laughs> okay. So... Um, well, you don't put any of it on, on YouTube? It, some of it's on YouTube. Uh, luckily, not a lot of it. I, uh, I've i yet to record something that I really want to give the world. So, uh, no comedy works? I mean, you guys did that for High Plains, right? Record for High Plains? No, you put your best show up. No, High Plains is invite only. I know, but on the site, there was oh, like everyone's... Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, Anthony Crawford, for example, was like 10 years younger. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, he's like, check it out, I got abs, and I was like, Crawford does that abs right now, does he? He might. And he's, then I tickled he's a scrawny him. dude. I did. I tickled yeah. him. <laughs> he loves it. By the way, you see him tonight, tickle him. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Crawford for four years, and that once I told him, like, hey man, I like being tickled. <laughs> Um, I would right. fuck Instagram and I would marry Facebook. That's okay. Key, yeah. Is that key? You like Facebook? I mean, that's when I I'd find out. Too. Find out the most about like. Comics. I think there's just way more hot stuff on Instagram to fuck. <laughs> it's just a, a lot of a lot of Instagrams. <laughs> Moving yeah, on. Pretty much. That's my my Instagram feed. It's just butt cheeks. It and is. Tattoos. And Dude, I don't open mine up. Tattoo butt cheeks. I do. You do. You guys. Technically, if it's not, uh, if they don't take your nipple, no, if they don't take it, if they don't take it off Instagram, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, but they get away with my, I got my, I got my photo, they blocked my photo or they took my photo down. 
as long as they haven't done that, technically, it's within Instagram's rules, which is the world's rules, which means <laughs> establishes reality. All right, it's what fine. Are <laughs> it's fine. I'm trying to think of. All right, all right. If I want to see a lot what, of butt cheeks, it's fine. What is more annoying? An Instagram model bitching about getting taken down from Instagram for showing too much nip? Or. What's more annoying than that? Her asking me to sign up for her Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go with the second one. I don't care. If you're mad about Instagram, if you're mad about Instagram taking down a picture for not following their rules and guidelines, that's you, fine. I get it. You know it. what you should do? Just get an Instagram, hire a model, butt cheeks, tits, no nipples only. And then once you have like X amount of followers, just switch over. To comedy, yeah, I've thought about I've thought about buying bullshit pages <laughs> and then just switching it to my own comedy page. Like they would have know? no clue. You could yeah. change the name and then your feed would still. They'd be like, "Andres Baselli." Yeah, they're like, "When did I start following this asshole?" Yeah, or like I don't know. I must yeah. have been drunk. All he does is post pictures of his kids and shows he's on. That's yeah, it. and then they think what they're a fucking gay weirdo. They, yeah. Three a.m. Do you? <laughs> Three. Yeah, once upon a time. They're Three like, a.m. Uh, when did that happen? All right. You ready to talk a little bit? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. In the future, men and women haircuts will switch roles universally. Universally, men will be below the shoulders, and all women will be above the neck. Everyone, what are your thoughts? Isn't it? It's kind of already like that. <laughs> I mean, he's right. I mean, my, minus the bald dudes like myself. Um, when did you cut? When did I cut? Yeah. Uh, pff, close to a month now. I've been I've shaved down before. Before I did. How do you mean up. shave down? Like or like? Yeah. Psh, psh, uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, big it or anything. Uh, but I do go without any guard. For the most part, okay. Go down to no guard, and then uh, yeah, and then I just look a little grumpier than usual versus when I have hair. <laughs> That's what people say to you. Yeah, I usually look. They usually say I look a little more intimidating. Than, Who says that? Uh, all my friends. Okay. When, every time I do it, they're like, "You what look about a your lot kid? meaner." Your son? Does he? Um, mm-hmm. When I met my son when he was born, I had um, a shaggy mess of hair and this really gross beard I'd been growing out the entire time waiting <laughs> to find out if he was my kid. <laughs> like, I looked. I looked like a guy that was going through shit. I was. Hang on. Month one to month nine? Or was this like a five uh, It would have been month two to month nine. Okay, so eight-month beard. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then when she was like, it's yours, you were like... No, I no. Uh, I kept it because my life was very different than what I thought it'd be <laughs> nine months earlier. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. I was going through a lot, and then I had to like swallow the fact that I was gonna be uh, a part time dad the rest of Are my life. Are you good part time dad? You seem like I'm. A, yeah, you seem like a good dad. I'm a great part time dad. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I don't think I'd be a good full time dad. But, but hey, we'll take we'll take part time. But right? as a part time dad, it's better than no time. I I crush sure. it like every. I don't get my kid all the time, and when I don't have him, I'm a completely different human being. <laughs> you know, I usually have a beer in my hand when I don't have him, but whenever I'm going to have him or I have him, night and day. For Jekyll sure. Jekyll and Hyde. Like, he doesn't know this side of me. He doesn't know I do stand-up or anything like that. He or... doesn't know you do yeah. stand-up. <laughs> how, how, how old is he? He's yeah. three. 
Oh, yeah, but well, he, 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 he understands. <laughs> understand. yes, yeah. He understands a lot of things, and uh, this part about comedy about or about life, about just he understands okay. a, a good grip on lots of concepts. Like you know, I, I throw like Jerry a... Seinfeld on. Is he going to understand some <laughs> the subtle or... humor of Seinfeld? No, all right, that's a bad example. But I mean, would he be picking up on cues like you pick up on, like with like. You know, like you gotta make fun of their fucking parents no, first. No, he's autistic. Is so, he really? Yeah. So him picking up on social cues is, <laughs> is furthest from your mind. Yeah. I mean, when he picks up on stuff like that, that's cool. But he has a great memory. So, like mathematical. He, uh, yeah. Dude, he, fucking instrument this kid up. I've been trying to. I want him to play drums. I think he'd be really good <laughs> nice. at that. Do you have an apartment or house? Uh, condo. Like it's half, half and half. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, is anyone gonna give a shit if your son's like? Bish, bish, bish. I don't give a shit. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, no, that's cool. But me. yeah, but um, dude. All right, he's got a wicked memory, so he might not know the humor, but I could put up a picture of Elaine, Jerry, Kramer. I could put up pictures of and all those guys. And he could like read off ba- and, baseball and stats. I could ask him who's who for sure. At three years old, At three years you old, would know. He has the memory. I could say, "Who's Jerry?" and he knows. He knows Jerry. Nice. And that's after like one episode. Wow. Of him watching it and hearing the names and stuff like that. Same with animals, and colors and shapes and math. No, uh, I've not. I haven't figured out how to do done the math yet. yet because he's not talking. He has like syllables and stuff. Wait. So how would you? How would he know? Just by sound of like Jerry. Elaine? He can hear. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, how would he like? If he can't read or whatever, like he'd say, like you're like, who's that? You go, Jerry. No, well, you kinda. can't say who is that. You have to say, where's Jerry or who's Jerry. Oh. And if you show him ten pictures, and they wouldn't have to be, as long as Jerry's one of the pictures, he'll know Jerry. Okay. Yeah. So he can. I'm thinking about it all wrong. I I was doing like a police lineup. Yeah. Well, technically, yeah. If Jerry Seinfeld and like six other dudes were in a police lineup, and, and you're like, Where's which Jerry? one's Jerry? And he could tell you that one. He would go. He'd say, "Deh." Okay. He'd point at Jerry. What's his first word? Boy. Deh. Deh. Is that D-A. like dad? Yeah. So it's pretty much dad. So yeah. So uh, shout out to Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon has a book um, called I think. It's Cheers! Called, you got dad. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yes, I think it's called uh, "Say Dada." Like D A T A. D-A-D-A, yeah, Dada. Say Dada is his book? Yeah, like, you know, like, Dad, like, you know, like, a baby says Dada. And uh, it's just, <laughs> it's a book he wrote specifically so that his kid's first word would be Dad. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. For real? Yeah. So it's <laughs> just it's just a picture book, essentially, and it's got, you know, all these animals, all these, all these dad animals <laughs> trying to put their kids to sleep. <laughs> and it's just, and that's the same thing, is them asking their kid to say dada. Okay. And that's the whole book, just page after page. is the chicken, mm. a rooster asking his chick to say dada, you know, and a bull asking his calf to say dada, and a frog asking his newt to say dada. So he keeps saying dada, 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 dada. And, um, and then by the time he puts <laughs> the book down, they say Data, because they want that. Well, they book. just start saying data yeah, all the time. Yeah, so Dom says data for everything, for the most part. He's got other syllables, but Dom, like Dominic. Yeah. Sick. Fast and Furious fan. <laughs> His mom named him. <laughs> and I've beer? never asked her. Yeah, I'll take another beer. Wait, which one is Dominic? Is that... one Dominic is Vin Diesel. Yeah, that's about, about yeah. him. This one is Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah, Dominic's Vin Diesel. Who's uh, Brian? Brian is. 
as a Dude, old I was boy. At, I was at with Disney World. Yeah, I thought you were gonna reach for one. I was uh, like, we, it's did like it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Broke me. broke edge. <laughs> I was at Disney World when I figured out that Paul Walker had died. Yeah. Wait. My I was fifth... I was on the Autotopia ride. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking phone goes off. I get a notey from <laughs> from CNN. Paul Walker well, just dude, died. It's, it's kind of fucked. Me and my I, my mom's out of this one. No family. No family. Farce. Farce, I say. Yeah. Uh, me, my dad, and my sister, we play this game called, called <laughs> Who's Dead? And, like, when Michael Jackson died, it was like, yo, shut off your phone, shut off your camera, shut, shut the fuck off of everything who died. And then it's like, mmm, is he an actor? Mm-mm. Well, um, no. No, you wouldn't know him as an actor. Is he a musician? Yeah, that's how we play it. And then when I was at Disney World, I was like, is he a movie actor? Big time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Vin Diesel? She's like, mm. And I was like, Paul Walker? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, yes. And I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it usually ends. I really... It's like a really <laughs> shitty game. <laughs> I would have loved to have been a kid in the line... <laughs> Hearing that, hearing that, like waiting to get on Space Mountain, and these people playing, who died? And, and we're like, Paul Walker's and dead. Just like, yeah, just fucking family high fiving at Disney World, just fucking bonding, like, fuck yeah, nailed it, you know. Okay. And then it hitting, it just washing over them, like, oh man, how did we get Fast and Furious Nine? Do you know how they did that? Uh, I believe they you know. they took his brother, right, mm-hmm. and they. Put his fucking face on his brother. Just like with Carrie fucking Fisher. Yeah. She was dead before they did that. Uh, that new Star Wars, like, nine, eight or nine. Well, I thought that she already, they already filmed a little bit of it. No. With her. Nope, nothing. They had to grab her corpse and prop it up. <laughs> CGI animation. <laughs> because they have Disney money. Yeah. Here's like the puppet strings. Yeah, like. so they, they called that's up Jim a, Henson's old corpse. Ventriloquist is up here. And they, they puppet? got the... When you move a puppet... Like, think about moving your head if you do a puppet like this. Mm-hmm. No one yeah. talks like that. You gotta move... The, he used to be huge into puppeteering. They got the guys from Fraggle Rock to come <laughs> work <laughs> Carrie Fisher's corpse for the last Star Wars movie. You saw that movie, right? Oh, yeah. Remember when she's like frozen out in space and yeah. somehow uses the force to get back? Before she like used the force to get back, I was like, what a perfect way for her to die. And everyone was like, no way. In the theater because she lived and we were like how are they going to kill off Carrie Russell no Carrie Fisher Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Russell's fucking um, Felicity yeah you guys remember Felicity <laughs> I had yeah. never watched dude, that dude I knew a dude that dated her whoa how yeah. old are you not as old as him <laughs> okay because I was going to say <laughs> he used to babysit me kind of like family friend shit and I remember like him dating Felicity. He's from out here. When she had long hair or when she cut it off? <laughs> totally cut off, bro. Oh, no. I'm kidding. It was long. I don't know. <laughs> was that show like <laughs> that show like teenage porn? Because my older brother used to watch that and like Felicity was on 
the Warner Brothers network. Yeah, it was WB. It was just about a teenage girl, right? There's the whole college sitcom. girl. College. Okay. Was it? Yeah, she's in college. So it was like fat material. I got. I got it. Um, <laughs> Speaking of fat material. <laughs> no, no, no. I think this will. Uh, I've got a riddle for you. <laughs> this will let me know like how much. Uh, it's about music. Okay. Oh, what are these lyrics from? Took my chances on a big jet plane. Never let them tell you it's all the same. No clue. No? No. Am I supposed to know this one? You should. Oh, no. Wearing the shirt. I'm kidding. <laughs> you <what? laughs> oh, You're good. <laughs> Took my chances on a big jet plane. Never let them tell you that it's all, all the uh, same. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. What's the song? Uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, now you gotta think about uh, it, huh? I've listened to it a million times, but I don't... I'm really bad with song titles. It's going to California. Oh, fuck! I was like, yeah. Okay. Tip of my tongue. I think it's funny that you thought I was a Led Zeppelin fan. <laughs> I did. Doesn't he look like one? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I've never. You, punk. you look like the poster child. Of... <laughs> really? No. I don't believe that for a I feel like the poster child for Led Zeppelin fan is like a middle-aged, drunk white guy. Long like, hair. <laughs> yeah. What? Like... <laughs> what gave away was that? Oh. You're, yeah, that that cadence. I wanted to sing it as like monotone as I could, trying to throw the scent. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can smell a Led Zeppelin fan. You can. Yeah, they, they stink like a... Incense and patchouli and... Well, I, what have you known as, like, the best incense? I, I always knew this one, like, Nag, Nag Champa or Nag Champa. It was in a blue and red, and my friend was like, this is the shit. He's from Iowa. Big time. Oh, incense I think fan. I have a frog in my voice. <laughs> I can feel it. Anyway, um... Talk to me about goldfish. Goldfish? Yeah. Like the snack? Or the animal? Come on, <laughs> man. Uh, are we going to play like we don't know what the fuck we're doing here? Yeah. Um, goldfish Entertainment uh, Incorporated. Yeah. yeah uh, it's like a production company I'm doing. Uh, it only exists as a Facebook page right now. Uh, there's no. It generates zero revenue, so there's no chance. There's no point in like incorporating it as an LLC or whatever. But uh, Not yet. Yeah. I have a couple of mics. I mean, I have like a Saturday mic. That's the uh, banner you're working under. Yeah, yeah. That's like my my like page thing that I made. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And but you've that, already done what? What do you call it? Goldfish Entertainment Incorporated. Yeah. Uh, Is it not incorporated? No, it's not. Like just Goldfish yeah. Entertainment. It's just like it's literally just a social media page, and then like the stuff that I do like under the umbrella term or whatever. But yeah, but like there's not like I want to get to the point where I eventually would LLC it and use it as a tax shelter. But there's like no there's there's no like money going really like through it at all right now. Okay, but you've done a couple things with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've done at least two different open mics, and the third one starting, if I'm correct. Um, so you have the Kings. Third, third one. There's Kingas. There's, there's Kingas. The That's what I said. One, and there's Lincoln Street. Well, yeah, the hostel one. Turned, yeah, the Lincoln Street into, is what I'm interested about. Yeah, and on Saturday, where it's like a so it's like a comic gets to local comic gets to like come and guest hosted every is it Saturday. Late night? Um, that one's on Saturday evening, so I push that back to 7 p.m. or whatever, but then I do, like, I do events there, like, for example, I started doing this one with, uh, Emily Kroc, she's a friend of mine, 
and it's a fucked up mic and uh we did it one time that's already. what it's called the fucked up mic yeah and uh the whole point is like basically each comic has to show up you have to like tell your most fucked up joke or fucked up set and the as most fucked up as you can get yeah so like, it's like thick skin or thick fucking... no it doesn't really work like that because that has more stuff too because isn't that where like the people get um the people basically get like mocked or heckled or something you do your best and if Greg and if the crowd doesn't like it greg and uh stanley will let yeah. you know Mike and, Stanley still do that? Yeah. I thought he's been like on tour and shit. He is always on tour. He's he's a, So he's who a, steps in for him? Um it, it's usually a comedy works comic that's a little lower on the Dude, on the list. Greg, how isn't his last name something like German or something? Bromhauer, Brom, yeah. That dude is one of the funniest fucking people. He's I've really ever. good. Yeah, like Oh my god. That. On the spot shit, get the fuck out of here. Hilarious. Yeah. No. Sorry, sorry, keep going. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't. Like, I can tell you about Greg. Greg's a good dude. Um, he's a chode, but he's a good dude. <laughs> you know? He's got some balls. And, like, you want to yeah. talk about, like, politically correctness again? Did you? What have you come up with recently? Because that dude seems to beat um, the entire movement with him acting, saying, and being, like, the same, like, consistently... Like, he has a consistency to, like, his um, way of thinking what's funny is funny, almost. Yeah. Like, I remember back uh, in, I think it was July, he shoved the streets to London, and he had this, like, joke I saw him doing, but it, it was, because uh, at that time, it was when the, the Thai, what were they, like, the sports team of, like, Thai boys were stuck in the cave. Oh, yeah. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he had a joke about eating pussy, like, the way, like, a Thai boy would lick water off the... Like droplets of water off the side of a cavern, like to get the cave that they were stuck in, and it was like he obviously I butchered it and he said it way better, but yeah, it's hilarious when he said that. Um, and just able to conflate those two things, but yeah, I don't know. I like pussy jokes, and it was topically relevant. So, <laughs> dude, dick jokes are way better. No, dick jokes have been said a million times over, like for tens of thousands of years. Like, <laughs> that's how you know they work. That's it. <laughs> It's not, and I was as an appeal to like uh, guys from age, you know, four to one hundred and four. But but listen, it. you're right. There is a point where like you tell a dick joke, and all the girl comics are like, <laughs> if you could somehow turn that around, yeah. include them too. Then that's like a true master right there. Bation. What? Just let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's his podcast. So if he wants to. Slip that in there. We can't stop him. <laughs> can. Yeah, I'm editing this thing. <laughs> like edit shit. Um, but yeah, no, the fucked up mic. Uh, that'll be. She'll be. She she like hosts it. I think she's perfect for that. And I Emily her, Croc. Emily Croc. Yeah. And I have her do that as the host, and she'll she's gonna be doing it again November 9th. Um. So yeah, it was a pretty fun time. So you guys should come out if you're not doing anything. Well, Friday night. Friday night? Friday night. Friday you know night. what they say. What do they say? About Friday nights? Yeah, tell uh, them real quick. They're best spent under neon or stadium lights. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Luke Bryan. Oh, I had no clue. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it's you... like music shit again? Or... Wow. <laughs> I thought you were making that up. I nope. was like, that sounded dreamy. That's all that, He's a poet. All that is Luke Bryan. <laughs> He's a poet. Uh, do you have any dates coming up? Uh yeah, I'm gonna be up and down the front range. Um, 
off the top of my head, uh, November 30th, there's a new show at the Bug Theater. I'll be opening there. Um, What's the name of that show? I think I've seen that on Facebook. Uh, Ian Douglas Terry. It's his new show. I okay. want to say wrestling might be involved. I can't remember. Okay. But it's it's uh, it's from the Ratio Boys. Ian's in it. Uh, Gossard, Nick Gossard, uh, literally Rune Laughs, good dude, promoting it. So it should be tight. Um, November 7th, I'll be at Oscar Blues Denver. Uh, doing a drop in at Christy Beakley's show. Yeah. Um, she's funny. She's great. Yeah. Real turd. You, you two <laughs> seem to get along. Um, we. Been around to. Is that no, your she's graduating class? No, don't, <laughs> don't even say that. She would kill me. No, uh, Christy was. A little for a couple of years further ahead than I am now when I met when I started. She's been doing it longer than you. Yeah, I think eight years, and I've been doing it four. Okay. Uh, I think she might be on. When did you start seeing like <laughs> something? I'm kidding. Like when I started seeing yeah, something. Yeah, no, like when did you start seeing like a like a re like um I'm like two and a half years in, and now I've started seeing like writing go a direction. Was that pirate ship? Yeah. Yeah, the pirate ship tattoo answers my question. No, uh, no, uh, you were asking two questions at the same time. I uh, <laughs> when did I start reading? Um, I lucked out early on. I don't, I don't know if I lucked out, but uh, I started comedy, and uh, Dominic's mom got pregnant with Dominic three months into me doing stand up. No shit. And, yeah, and uh, and then everything fell apart, and she said that uh, he might not be mine. And that she wanted nothing beard to do with started. me, and then the beard started, <laughs> and I was, I went from this guy who wanted to be a stand-up comic, and thought it was a lot of fun, and then to I just was, dipping out and not doing shit. No, uh, quite the, the opposite. <laughs> I I doubled down because it was all I had. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so after those hundred mics, a little right after the hundred mics, she yeah, got pregnant. Weird. Everything fell apart, and then. I had nothing but stand-up. That was the only thing I could look forward to because it was a release. I, I hate saying comedy is therapy because uh, it's not, but it is therapeutic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like It's like certain a good people? back rub. To certain people. Yeah. And for me, it helped out a lot. It got me through. Um, also, it, if anything, once I felt real pain, <laughs> you know, of like waking up every day and not knowing where I was going to be and, yeah. you know, waiting to find out if I was a dad or not, um, you stop being scared of strangers at a bar <laughs> yeah. listening to you for three to four minutes. Yeah. You, I became very fearless in that sense. Like I stopped worrying about, Oh, they didn't like that joke. I was like, it I, doesn't have anything yeah, to fuck to do with you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter anymore. None of it mattered. And I was, I was just a guy with nothing to lose on stage every night. And that got me so far because everyone pitied me and I got a lot of shows. <laughs> <laughs> so as a young comic like Josue, can can you tell him the steps to take? Yeah, you want to get a girl pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was exactly what I was going for. <laughs> you don't have to get a girl pregnant, but... Well, someone asked me, like, I was... At a place that I go to five times a week <laughs> from certain hours. I can't tell you what it is. And they pay me to be there. They do. <laughs> it's, it's weird. This lady was like, um, how did you get this spot? And I was like, 
why do you want to know? She was like, my nef- niece, she fucking daughter, niece, whatever. She should be in a place like this. And, da, da, da. and I was like, take on more bills than you think you could pay because you'll have a moment of like, I can succeed or not. Like, don't be stupid about it. But like, there's a point where like, you have to say like, what do I want and what do I want out of it? Yeah. That you have to like, make a judgment call. And if you play it safe too long, I mean, you could live an average life, right? Sure. I mean, I feel like I live an average life. But, like, how can you succeed? It's probably, like, like what you said. Like, don't be afraid of shit that doesn't matter. Which, in hindsight, you have, like, something to actually worry about. Yeah, once I had real problems. Then shit seemed to funnel into, like, what's important, what's not. And definitely. About your ego. Yeah. For real. It's so, kind of like a, I feel like it's a common trend I see, too, with, um. A lot of people, a lot of comedians, is uh, life experience really like helps out. And then, uh, cause like, as far as um, like being here in Denver, I think I I personally think that like all the comics that I meet are the most interesting people that I tend to meet in Denver. You know, and it's like just a lot of interesting characters that have been through. You know, everybody's got like a story or whatever, or unique angle where they're coming from. So I think I think that probably complements like. What hopefully you're just they are. Yeah. Like, hopefully they are. Yeah, most I think most comics. I have. don't think I don't think any any one of them that are you know doing a lot of stuff are like just for outright boring people. Like I don't think I've right. met like <laughs> no yeah like David Rodriguez um, used to deal cards. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was a uh, he was you know for blackjack and stuff like that, and you can hear it in his cadence. You know, he's a smooth talker. Oh, if like, ever, if like he's been... like approaching six people on yeah. the table. Yeah, like he would deal cards and you know and entertain essentially because you yeah. stick around with people if they're fun even if you're losing there's a certain amount that if you <laughs> lose you gotta go no yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, but he's just he's that dude remember that thing that I like talk about that people pay me and I go to and we're not supposed to talk about it today uh, yeah mm. oh you deal cards yeah oh okay how did you not know uh, no I don't but I will uh, I, I mean I serve and bartend, yeah. so it's kind of the same thing. Same with DePonso. DePonso is a bartender. She's always wanted to be a bartender. DePonso? Megan DePonso, local comic. She runs uh, 5280. 5280, yeah. She runs 5280. the 5280 comedy page. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Megan. Um, she does lots of cool stuff uh, in town. But Meg's great, and also... Um, the concept of being uh, personable per- being personable is so important in comedy sure unless mm-hmm. that's not what your comedy is about I know for me um, kind of like a Venus flytrap you know like in you, terms of what in, in, in the way I like to do comedy so I do a lot of you know like engaging stuff to bring people in and then usually I snap on them and twist it and put it on its side that's my favorite kind of comedy okay but how would you do that unless you knew what they were, wanted well like you kind of lead them to that decision in a way warm no? up to them no I'm, I'm talking about you are just like saying it's like bullshit banter like hey what's up folks oh look at your girlfriend yeah whatever but you at one point want to talk about some certain comedy that you've planned out so do you try and lead them to like an obvious answer to that that you're yeah, like transition I, other way around we're talking about adult people diapers. are obvious and people are predictable, and people say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People say the same things over and over again. Like what? Like I do a joke about cake. Oh, no, you're good. 
I do a, I have this crowd work joke where I just literally, you know, like if it's starting to go low, um, I'll call it and I'll tell the room, I'll, I'll tell the room like, okay, obviously I'm not reading the room right. Let's figure this out. And then I ask in a stupid way, like we all like cake, right? You know, let's find something we agree on. We all like cake and everybody around, you know, who doesn't like cake? So the whole room usually gives me something and they'll clap and like, yeah, cake. And then I'll pick, I'll start picking the easy faces on what's your favorite kind of cake. And someone obviously always says chocolate. And whoever says chocolate, somebody will always say red velvet. And somebody always says funfetti. And someone always says carrot. And as soon as someone says carrot, I make fun of them for saying carrot. And as soon as someone says red velvet after chocolate, I explain real red velvet is just chocolate cake that's red. And like everyone in the room thinks it's me riffing. But in reality... You've already planned this out. Yeah. I've heard all these cakes because there's hmm. only so many kind of cakes. And if someone says Tres Leches is my favorite kind of cake, it's because they heard me say I was Mexican earlier. And then I say, you're racist, but thank you. You know, and <laughs> everyone is predictable. To a certain degree. To a certain degree. Right. Especially once you have it figured out. Yeah. And that one usually saves me. Like I said, I usually use that when the room, you know, depending on how the show's going for me, I won't use, I'll use it as a closer if I've had them the whole time or I'll put it right smack down the middle if something bombs or it doesn't go as hard as I wanted it to right. or I'm not getting what I want out of them I throw that in there start doing that start getting them and then they realize oh this is one of those comics I can talk at so well, after the set you clearly said earlier in this this production whatever we're calling it process I'd say a podcast sure <laughs> it's gonna be on 104.3 the fan oh that's nah, not true i'm kidding it's not are you broncos fan uh, i am a broncos we'll, fan we'll get to that um all right so i kind of had like one joke like this planned out i did it once at uh, i think syntax or something where that's a terrible place to try that i know why would you try it there that's nothing but i've never been there first time and they're so far away and everything and the light was blasting in the eyes no crowd work stuff you have to be close quarters okay you have to be close quarters you have to be able to see the people otherwise it it doesn't work because they can't see the people how do it go i said clap once if you have ever worked (laughs) in a restaurant (laughs) oh that's what worked got it hang on (laughs) you wanted to know what it was let me tell you what it was technically you're not wrong i'm sure that worked i said everyone clap once if you've worked in a restaurant before and when people clapped i said thank you now i can tell my mom that people clap for me and that part went over well because I knew that there was like a majority uh, yeah, well, yeah. of people that were there that knew. And I, I haven't said that once since because I was like, yeah, it would be funny. But it's not something I want to like You don't want it to be part of. of your comedy? No. No. Absolutely not. Clap once if you want. What's wrong with being silly? I mean, you want to see me be silly? Boing, yeah. I don't know. You don't want to be silly? <laughs> I want to be silly goose, but not silly. <laughs> I don't know what you're asking here. Honestly, like... Like, you seem to be frowning upon the thing you wrote because of, you know, because, because uh, it's not serious. Uh, well, hang on. You've talked about stuff that you're like, you know, on Facebook I say this, but I don't do it on, on stage when I have conversations. I don't do it on stage. So if you can, like, split two things off, I can do that with things I didn't like and things that I thought were on too stage. cheap. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, all right, low-hanging fruit there's at least 50 people in here that are like not going to bed 
until midnight. They work in a restaurant. I know it. And when they clap, I go, thanks for that. You know, now I can tell my mom people clap for me. <laughs> didn't work well. I don't want to do it again. Oh, it didn't work well. I mean, it, it, it did. Like, some people thought it was funny, but the rest of my set sucked. <laughs> and yeah, I, I didn't really want to, like, yeah, right. It makes me think about, uh, it was the I didn't want to keep it going. Makes me think about like the first time uh, I met you actually over at El Torito's and um, I, had I did a, the Lord of the Rings. No, I uh, no, I was talking about me. Like where it was like my oh. it was my second week in doing it, and I had that like book, like an actual book in my hand. And it was like Latino Journey of Financial Success, and did this whole bit about how it's a bunch of like maps uh, leading from Mexico to America, like into restaurants and construction sites and then um yeah like people laughed at that and that worked like a handful of times or whatever but then i remember like when i was done and we were at the bar just having drinks and talking you were telling me to avoid using the prop or avoid relying on the physical prop and just and i try i kept going back and forth where i would try it sometimes just saying it without the book and then i would try it with it again see what the difference was like at different places with different people Um, so i could tell you this like maybe when i told you that you could tell that you were like using it like I was using that last joke. Like it was like a Yeah, it was a gimme. A guarantee. Like, yeah, exactly. But like you can totally fucking sniff that shit out and it's like no it's it's not like a huge like dilemma or like how do I feel about this? It's like, oh, I know what he's doing. Yeah, it's like hackish. Don't like throw it away because you could like figure out things about comedy in two years like I have done and then bring up one that you're like this one's so dumb mm-hmm. that when you do it again you almost like um, subconsciously like subtract it down to like what the funniest shit is about it yeah and I've done that before where I'm like well throw out the Macy's joke and the Macy's joke fucking kills don't know how couldn't re recreate it you know like the second whatever don't throw it away, like, knew why you valued it to be, like, silly. Yeah. I mean, I still, I still have the book. You're not going to base a fucking set off of it, and that's yeah. the point. Exactly. It's too much of, like, a copy and paste, like, oh, it just works. And then, it's kind of yeah. cliche. Yeah. No? It is very... And that's, that's the other thing, too, like, um, you're talking about frying upon your own stuff, or I want to be silly, and I fucking... I hate that my most successful... Um, joke that i have like the one that universally always does well across denver is it's so fucking stupid it's uh like what do you call two mexican firefighters like jose and jose b and then people just always laugh at that people always and it's like tell that on stage it's a dumb what you tell that one on stage (laughs) yeah i do and it works it works like nine out of ten times and it's like (laughs) the stupidest it's the stupidest shit i think i'm laughing because i can't believe you actually said it i've said it a lot and it just like i always get at least a chuckle out of it and it's uh, it's like fucking idiotic like it's just (laughs) keep the book throw that bullshit away (laughs) honestly like when you're doing the like what do you call uh that's like dad joke material. Oh, it's totally a dad joke. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I'm telling, I'm admitting that it's that it that sucks that and works. it's like, yeah, it does. People like it. People like that stupid shit. Like they, they're entertained by it. Yeah, people, people didn't come to get a lecture. You know, they just came. They to, did with me. <laughs> they knew what it was. All right. You all know what you're getting into. I feel like that sometimes when I go to, you know. That's a bad thing I do. I get the same open mic all the time. El Torito's? Yeah. 
I like it. I, I like hanging out with the people. That's yeah, the funnest part. By far. Like, you'll you'll see, um, what's the guy's name? Yeah, you'll see him there, though. Yeah, you'll fucking see him there. Uh, yeah. Nah, you'll see everyone there. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's like a fun, yeah. like, little hub. Yeah, uh, El Trito has been around. It's one of the longest running mics in town. Really? Yeah. Aside from Lion's Lair. Aside from Lion's Lair, yep. Did not know that. Yeah. So El Trito's been around for a bit. Um, i trying to remember if somebody hosted it before Timmy. Uh, and Timmy had it, and then... Who had it? Uh, a couple of comics had it after Timmy. And now Allison has it, and it's good. It's, yeah. um, it, I remember it's always been that way. And I always remember on Thursdays I liked going to El Trito because it's payday from my not job or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Thursdays was always, is still payday. But uh, Thursdays when I first started it was payday, and that would be the best way to spend payday would be to go to El Trito and get drunk. Get a couple beers off the, oh. like, what, $3 yeah. well? Yeah, you get ish-faced on 20 bucks. It's the best. Yeah. So, yeah, so you do that, and you'd wait to go up at 1, 2 in the morning, and then, you know, you'd be drunk all the time, so who cares? Fuck yeah. And everybody was there. You'd hang out with all your friends, make new ones, hang out with all the comics, and it's a good time. It is. I might head there soon. It's Thursday. It's Thursday, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's Thursday. Right on. Can I have a ride? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Cool. Um, yeah, that looks pretty cool, right? Yeah, it looks like a heart monitor. It is. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Part of our nerve comedy. Uh, real quick, we've gone over Goldfish, A Joke and Destroy. Is yeah. that something you're working on now? Uh, yeah, it's been something that we've had. Um, we've done 70 some odd episodes. Uh, it's a podcast, Joke and Destroy. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, me and Where Jeremy. can we find you? Uh, we're on Stitcher and iTunes. Um I think we're moving over to Mutiny Transmission, so there's going to be a Mutiny website that's going to link you to that to us, too. Like we, the actual like Mutiny Cafe? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be part of Mutiny Transmission. They have all that shit? Yeah, they have a recording studio in their basement. It's tight. Uh, we were with Sexpot when Sexpot was still around. Rest in peace, They're Sexpot. done? Yeah, Sexpot's gone. Since what? Like uh, three months ago? No, a month. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, you mean completely? Like yeah, the studio's gone. You know, that space is gone. something bad happen? No, no, it was just a change of uh, direction for everyone, so it's fine. Oh. No bad blood. So I don't think this is the pizza franchise now. It's just back to pizza, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, Joke and Destroy, um, we interview comics, and by interview we just get drunk (laughs) and get uh, bad stories out of them. And, and exploit them. And exploit them. Yeah. <laughs> so where's this going? <laughs> For the most part, there's not a single episode that if any of the comics ever make it, you know what I mean? Any bedwetters? Uh, no, Nikolai Roscoe did piss himself falling off his skateboard. He Really? Yeah, he, he must have he, hurt himself he, pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, he landed on his back funny. And he pissed himself. Like, he uncontrollably pissed himself. This was Boston? Yeah, in public. At a skate park in front of other kids. Oh, wow. Uh, and this was, like, less than... Two years ago? Yeah. Like, you- yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so he's a grown man in this story. Oh, 
story he tells, and it's great. So it's stuff like that. We get all, right. know, all your bedwetting weird story, all your all the weird stuff out of comics, and we shit on Dave Grohl and uh, what other games we play. You know, we have a couple uh, games when there's a lull. Uh, otherwise, we just let. So just us. joke and destroy. That's yeah, it. Yeah, just make yeah, just joke and destroy. That's all right. It. Check it out, Joke and Destroy if on you type iTunes. Type in Joke and Destroy on your Google. We're the first thing to pop up, and I'm okay. kind of proud of that. <laughs> Andreas Bercelli? Bercelli? Uh, Bercelli, remember? My <laughs> name's Andreas Bessarel. <laughs> Bessarel. Bessarel, yeah. That's my stage name. Jesus. Most Wakeful Lords, thanks for being back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, me last words, same now, because I'm about to cut this shit real quick. Um. Ha, 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 ha.